What up? And welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Glenn Enos Jr., alongside always Mason Boyd. What's up? And Matthew Souza. Yo, yo, yo. And I got them uh, via satellite, if you will, over that Snapchat audio. Um, On remote. This is our second off-season podcast, and this is our second podcast in quarantine with this worldwide pandemic, and it sucks. Fuck this. Crazy, yo. It's crazy. I think the last time we recorded was what, like, right, like, the first week of quarantine, right? Yeah, it was like, it was like the middle of March. Damn, that's crazy. (laughs) And this shit all going on. And... we wanted to, I guess we could have met up somewhere. Yeah, break like the rules. Dark alley. But we don't like each other, so. Nope. It's a good point. Um, nothing crazy's been happening since um, our last podcast. I guess the biggest news really is that the NFL draft happened, and that Rob Gronkowski is out of retirement. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And you know what? He's out of retirement, but. Is he back with the Patriots? No. Nope. He went to go chill with Tommy Boy in Tampa Bay. Tampa. Can we talk about that for one second? The fact what, that... Tampa? Tampa. Tampa and Tampa Brady. Probably the worst two, like, pun, like, nicknames. <laughs> Every time I think of Tampa, I laugh. I can see Tampa, okay? I can see that one. Tampa Brady, that's kind of a stretch, in my opinion. That was a stretch. I, I'm the opposite. First of all, I, I've been out of the loop. I did not hear about Tampa. <laughs> so it's kind of fun. Tampa I Bay. I like Tampa Brady more than Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa is harder to say than Tampa Brady. And they asked him about it. Brady was like, I'll just... Okay. He's like, what? <laughs> okay. They asked him about it, and he was like, I don't know why all this time like Drew Brees didn't use Drew Orleans. And I was like... Probably because it's wow. fucking gay, Tom. God. <laughs> He's too busy doing commercials for Vic. That's why. Yeah. Jesus. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, Gronk is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer joining Instead his... of Dallas, he can do Dakis. Dakass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sorry. Keep going. Um, <laughs> Gronk is back in... No, he's not back in Tampa Bay. He's back with Tom Brady. In Tampa Bay. And, um, first of all, let's talk about this from a football standpoint. Are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for real? They could be. They could be. Yeah, it's tough to say for sure. Or do you think they're going to be the NFC's version of the Cleveland Browns? No, I don't think that'll happen. Um, Just due to the fact that Bruce Arians uh, is, like, compared to Freddie Kittens is like <laughs> it's like Albert Einstein and yeah Mr. Um, <laughs> Freddie, Freddie Kittens is an idiot what you say? Albert Einstein to Mr. Hunt yeah there you go Mr. Hunt yeah. poor guy um, shout out Mr. Hunt high school chemistry and physics no I think Mason's right coaching's gonna be a big difference Tom Brady over Baker Mayfield um Mike Evans, Odell is pretty comparable. Godwin, probably better than Landry. Although Landry's a good NFL player. Just not, you don't really think of him as a good fantasy player. But um, then Gronk and OJ Howard over Joku. Hooper. I mean, 
That's right. Hooper? How can you forget about Hooper? No. I think, yeah, you always see, we're like, oh, this team has all the right pieces, but can they get it together? I think Tampa will. Like Mason said, it's the coaching, and I think Tom Brady is a very, very good veteran to have as your centerpiece of the team. So I'm excited to see them play. Even how much is Gronk going to have left in the tank is the question. Because, you know, that's probably the biggest variable. I mean, if you're getting Gronk from, like, 2016, then, damn, you have the best offense in the league by far. If you're getting Rob Gronkowski from 2018 when they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, then probably not to the same degree. I mean, I'm making a big catch for you, but... It's like on one hand, I hear like, oh, he's he's injury prone. You know, he's getting older. Maybe they won't use him as much because they still have OJ Howard. But then it's like, well, Gronk's saying he has one year of rest that he really needed. He's 100. percent And then you're like, well, Bruce Arians has never used a tight end in Arizona with OJ Howard last year. Gronk's different, but will the coaching factor remain the same? And the tight end isn't really that useful. I think he's gonna be used. And I think he's going to be used more than O.J. Howard will be. Yeah. It's going to be tricky. I think we're going to force him the ball, if anything. That's that's why Gronk will succeed in this offense. It won't be because of Arians. It won't be because of Byron Leftwich, their fucking offensive coordinator. Essentially, the offensive coordinator is Brady, for all intents and purposes. So, I mean, and Brady will throw Gronk the ball. We've seen it in New England. He's force-fed the ball to Gronk sometimes to his detriment. But then you got Mike Evans and Godwin in there too. Some high yeah. high end targets to give. Yeah. Other than Gronk and Edelman is the best other guy. Do you think Gronk will finish as a top five tight end in fantasy? No. Honestly, right now, I don't think so. I'm going to say no. Based on utilization, I don't think he's going to be a full workload. So I also think there's a lot more better tight ends in the league since Gronk. Uh, Retired, like a lot of young, good young tight ends. So you have your you have your holy trinity in Kelsey, Kittle, and Ertz, and then two other guys who are going to finish better than Gronk at tight end, Hooper, Andrews. oh, and Mark Andrews. Yep. Yeah, possibly Hunter Henry maybe is an option. Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. Never know. I'm hearing things about him. He's the man. I can't wait. Um, this is another right now that I was forgetting. Uh, Jason Wynn? <laughs> I was going to say Antonio Gates. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I'm Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> University of California? Um, yeah, speaking yeah. of me being excited, the NFL draft got me excited too because the Cowboys got CD. CD Lane. But did you need him? I don't know, but it's nice. <laughs> Well, based on the conversation in our Snapchat group before the Cowboys had their pick, you're like, oh, well, we need a safety and we need this, a tackle and stuff, and then they get a wide receiver. Yeah, the thing they was, like that they I, th- I think the fact that C.D. Lamb dropped to them in that spot, it's kind of like, okay, this guy's the yeah. best player left in the draft. You got to get him. And if you don't, and then another team gets him, and you see what he turns out to be, then you'll be kicking yourself in the ass forever. Um, obviously a safety there would have been a good pick. Um, but I, here's the thing. I think Cowboys just want to score a bunch of points, not play any defense, and then they'll win games like 45-42. Yeah, 
Eagles? Because I know the Eagles were big on CeeDee Lamb, weren't they? Say that again? You cut out. You think that the Cowboys did that to... Didn't they have... Uh, didn't like, weren't like the Eagles like really high on CeeDee Lamb? Yeah. I a lot yeah, of... Yeah, they, they were going to draft uh, a receiver, no doubt, in the first round. Obviously, CeeDee Lamb on their radar, and they thought that possibly he could drop to, uh, to them. But then the Cowboys took him. So I think it was also a cock block move, too, by them, which I'm glad. <laughs> they ended up with Jalen Ragor. I don't know. I think, I think um, the Eagles, their most surprising pick was picking Hurts number two in the second round. Because all this good stuff I've been hearing on the internet about Carson Wentz, man, I can't believe they were drafting. I can't believe they dropped the quarterback, uh, you know, in the second round. Dude, I don't know who it is, but like someone retweets or quote tweets this guy, um, who's a reporter, and I forget what his name is, but he just ball washes Carson Wentz. Is it Dan Orlovsky? Yeah, Orlovsky. Yeah. That's who it is. That guy's like sole purpose is to have uh, Carson Wentz's jock in his mouth. Bro. Yeah, he, he, he's he's to Carson Wentz. He's to Carson Wentz what. Uh, I'd say Skip Bayless is to Dak Prescott or what Nick Wright is to LeBron James. It's 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 bad. Yeah. We got this is gonna be the year that it's a make or break. I can't think of any names, but I, there's there's always like one or two guys where it's like everyone's so hyped on them of what could be, but like there's always an excuse or something. Like um Like Le'Veon know, Bell. Le'Veon Bell, more maybe like Devonta Freeman. And Hunter Henry is like, oh no, he's good. Like you should be whatever RB two or top tight end. And it's like, oh, oh it's good with you, Chief. That's it. No one else. What'd you no say? What'd you say? I said the only person who thought Devonta Freeman was good is Souza. He was on an island all by himself. Oh my god, Souza Island. But you know what? I mean? Or maybe like uh, Derek Carr too. He was like, there was always like multiple years of hype, and he just failed to deliver for three straight years. It's like, all right, he's not good. Yes, this is Carson, yes, Carson Wentz last year to really be a provable fantasy uh, asset. I actually, I, I don't think Derek Carr is all that bad. Statistically, last year, he had, like, his best season as far as, like, completion percentage and everything else. And uh, I think the team just sucks around him. He didn't have Antonio Brown to throw to last year. His best wide receiver was Tyrell Williams and Darren Waller. Hmm. But I like Derek Carr. I, I got. I believe in Wentz. I think he's a good value. If he plays. If he plays, that's the thing. Um. So yeah, you said you want to talk about the Patriots. No, I don't. I really don't want to talk about the Patriots. Because who they pick in the first well, round? What? Who they pick in they, the first round? Oh, uh, they didn't. They oh yeah. Their, and they went to the second round, and then they drafted. Um, a highly coveted, very highly coveted Division Two player. I want to kill myself. What the fuck are we doing, Bill? I'll tell you what, man. What? Is, he like, is he trying to prove to people that he can turn trash into, into treasure or something? I think he's just trying to make aneurysm, personally. He's trying That's to what? what? I, I think he's trying to make me have an aneurysm. Yeah. Oh. He's trying to break you. I don't know. I guess I guess Stidham's the guy for this year at yeah. least. I mean, everything we'll that I've heard is 
that Jared Stidham is, is good. I mean, they, they like him a lot. But the thing is, is that, like, them just blowing smoke up everyone's ass, being like, don't worry, guys, we got the next guy. And really, they have no clue what they're doing. Or Maybe they'll give him a year. Give what? him a year, and then maybe give him one year. And then, depending on how he does, maybe you go for a Cam Newton if he's still available, or maybe you get Rodgers next year because they draft for the quarterback to replace his ass. That's fucked up, too. Oh, man. I was reading rumors. I, I think Rodgers is able to be... I don't know. I read something that he might be on a different team next year. I saw a thing today. The goal for him is to play until his 40s, according to him. He said he wants to play in his 40s. not that old. He's like, what, 34, 35? I think he's older than that. Yeah, he's like 36, I think. Oops, that was loud. Let me Google it quick. Um, I, I'm not freaking out about the whole... Packers drafting quarterback. 36? Yep. I'm not freaking out about the Packers drafting a quarterback. I think they're going to try to do the same thing they did with Rodgers and Favre. Have that guy have that guy be groomed under him for, you know, two or three years. And then when it's time to make the switch, make the switch. Rodgers go play somewhere else. They'll move into the next position. I mean, I just think at that value, I feel like they could have waited either until maybe next draft or later in the draft to draft a quarterback. But apparently they really liked him. Um, so we'll see what happens, but if you're Aaron Rodgers, I'm not too happy. I mean, you just made the NFC championship and now, now they're drafting your replacement. <laughs> yeah, I think the funny thing, is, funniest thing I saw before the draft or like after the draft that someone tweeted was like in, a, in an interview, Aaron Rodgers said like, yeah, man, I'd love for them to draft a skill position player with the first overall pick because I have bad draft one since like 2013 and the Packers are like, bet. So we're gonna draft a quarterback. Yeah, I love real life memes. <laughs> um, what's the thing I say? Oh, back to the pages real quick. Yeah, I think they are gonna stick with Stidham because I think the Cowboys signed your would be starter in Andy Dalton. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, if Andy Dalton's my backup, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Better than yeah, fucking exactly. Cooper Rush. Exactly. Yeah, but you're exactly. That's the point. You're good with Andy Dalton being. That's it. Your backup. If you ever have to see Andy Dalton on the field, you're gonna be mad because you don't want to see Andy Dalton on the field. Andy Dalton should not be doing anything except riding pine, and he wouldn't have done that if New England had signed him. And then I would have had to root for Andy Dalton after bashing him for fucking two years straight on this podcast and longer in my personal life. I couldn't. I couldn't allow that to happen. I couldn't allow it to happen. I just couldn't do it. Jared stood him. Stood the kid. No so, thanks. Yeah, I mean, whatever. People are freaking out about the son. Dude, can't believe you signed Andy Dalton without you know paying Dak first. We gave him what? Four million? Three million? Like fuck off. I think three. Three million. I think I think he can make like seven million in incentives yeah. if he fucking plays the whole season, makes the playoffs, does whatever. Like it's not it's not gonna happen. <laughs> if Andy Dalton plays the whole like they don't sign Dak, Andy Dalton plays the whole season, then he's like the Super Bowl or some shit with Andy Dalton. Dak holds out, they go like fourteen and two with Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'd be like, you can't call that crazy after Nick Foles did it. Well, for uh, the end of the season. Well, that's the thing. Nick Foles was filling in for a bad quarterback. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't believe that. Any Dalton's a bitch, dude. Alright, 
But we got something special today for you guys. Yes. Today we are going to be doing, and I wanted to do this like at the end of last year, like New Year's time into 2020 to kick off the new year, right? Um, but we had stellar awards show, Super Bowl came, blah, blah, blah. And now, what better time to do it than us doing nothing and hoping for football in 2020? Um, what we're about to do is a 2010s fantasy decade draft. Us three here on the Stellar Cellar will draft fantasy football teams from the best players or our favorite players from the 2010s decade. And just for you who are unaware how long a decade is, that's 10 years, 10 seasons, from 2010 to 2019. If people think 2010's decade is 2011 to 2020, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. Um, so how are we going to decide the first pick? I didn't even think of this. We're going to have to do something. Um, you got a three-sided coin? We could do rock, paper, scissors. Odd man out gets the first pick. Sure. Alright, wait, hold on. Is it <laughs> Who's got the Len's got the advantage here, I feel, with the with the delay. No, fine, you guys say it first, or somebody say it. No, right. Yeah, no, odd man out get well, should odd man out get the last pick? Alright, so Odd Man Out gets the last pick. And then right. the remaining two fight for the first pick. Okay. Alright. Alright, we'll go on Glenn, Susa. No, you guys do yeah, it. Because you guys are both like... So somebody... You, you, you do it, Susa. Three, two, one. Rock, paper, scissors. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I want to get a countdown to start. You got me confused with the countdown. Just go slow, like rock, paper, okay. scissors. Ready? Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. I can't see Mason. I know, I can't see you. Scissors. What did you get, Glenn? I can't uh, see you. I got, oh, I got rock. Rock, bitch. It's always rock. <laughs> I'm always rock, you stupid son of a bitch. All right, you got the last pick. So now it's me Great. and Susan. You can see my hands, right? All right, ready? All right, now it's just whoever wins, right? Yeah. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Fuck, I thought you'd Rock. think I'd switch. I know. First pick. Well, there is a considerable lag on my end when, I, when we did that. All right, so you got the first pick, then it's me, and then it's Mason, and then it goes back to Mason, me, you, go back and Damn. forth. Damn, yep. Who would have thought I'd get last pick, bro? <laughs> Fuck. Um, back-to-back picks is nice. So anybody who played between 2010 and 2019 is eligible for this draft. There's only one rule. Yep. You can't pick the same player twice. So example, if I pick Christian McCaffrey from 2019, Mason can't pick Christian McCaffrey from 2017. Once that player's yep. gone, he's off the board all years that he played. I have... Yeah. I have a QB. Well, so these are the lineups, obviously, like regular fantasy lineups. One starting quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, D 
defense, special teams, kicker, and then have four bench spots. Sounds good. And what we're going to do is we're going to draft our teams. I'm going to post our teams to social media, and then the listeners are going to decide who has the best team of the decade. Yeah. 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 All right, Susie, you got the first pick. You go ahead. All right. So, I mean, this is just the numbers don't lie. You know, we're not guessing. We're not drafting to say, oh, this guy should be the best. We know the stats. And this guy was the best player of the decade. And it was 2019 Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. I hate you. I wanted to draft him. Was he the best player of the decade, though? Yes. Do you have evidence to back that up? I have everyone's fantasy totals. Twenty. All right, let me let me give the stats. I think we should give the stats too. Um, I don't have the stats. So what I did was, I my cheat sheet. It just has how many points they averaged, and how many games they played. Okay. I'm on my phone's already at twenty percent. This is bad. Nice. Um. So let me do that. I have everyone's stats, so if you name guys that I have on my list, I'll, I'll read it out. Christian McCaffrey, 1,387 rushing yards with 15 rushing touchdowns, 116 receptions, 1,005 receiving yards, and four receiving touchdowns. For a total of almost 470 fantasy points in how, PPR score, please. How many... That he almost broke the record for most receiving or for most points put up in the season by a player. He was like twelve off, I think. Yeah, but wait a second. Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Um. All right. All right. All right. That's fine. Because, like I said, the way I did my thing was he might have the most fantasy points because he played all sixteen games. But I have my cheat sheet list. Uh, cheat sheet list. Have like the average fantasy points per game. Because sometimes you know teams clinch and they don't play the last couple games of the season, and that's what the case is for my next pick, my first pick, my first round pick. Okay. My first round pick is going to be 2018, Tadivian Gurley the second. Really. Really. In 14 games, he averaged 22.4 fantasy points. And that's in, uh, I believe it's standard. I'm not sure what the website was that it was on. Uh, but he had an absurd amount of touchdowns. He was a fucking beast. Yeah, I'm, the stats I ended up charting out were PPR. So one point per reception. And maybe it is due to the games at the end. But I had 2017 as the better, the better year for Todd Gurley. Maybe it is 2017. As do I. Yeah, 2017 is the better year, Glenn. Right, you, got, you guys gonna you guys gonna let me retract my pick? Um, I might let this one go, but I can't keep doing this for you, Glenn. All right, yeah. we, we get we get one oopsies. We get all right, all right, all right, all right. we get one oopsies. All right, Todd Gurley's off the board. So Todd Gurley, 2017. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the year he was on uh, Friars team, right? When he was nasty. Yeah. 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 So he had 1,305 rushing yards, 13 rushing touchdowns, 64 receptions for 788 receiving yards, and six receiving touchdowns. Yeah, that's the year he went touchdown, fucking bananas. That's 
Yeah, 19 touchdowns and over 2,000 total yards. All right. All right, I'm up, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Hey. <laughs> All right. So this one, I got to stay on brand here, guys, because this harkens back to the time of glory days when Gomes was still a good team in the yeah. Here it comes. My first pick is 2016 David Johnson. Ooh. Yep. That is a good pick. Because this is the only time that he will ever be good for my team, ever, at any point. So, yes. Yeah, he finished the season with 407.8 points in PBR, which, uh, I mean, if Todd, Todd Gurley, for the record, was at, in 2017, was at 383, I'm pretty sure. And that was a ridiculous yeah. season. Like I said, he only played 14 so, games. Um. Yeah, David Johnson played all 16. So, I mean. Unless I'm, think, unless I'm thinking of 2018 Todd Gurley who only played 14 games. Uh, 2017 Todd Gurley played 15 games. All right. I don't want my players missing weeks for me in fantasy. Yeah, well, the thing is, if you have a player that's good for you through that time, you probably already made the playoffs. And you don't have to worry about week yeah. 16. That's a good point. I don't like him. But yeah, no, he's a great right. pick. David Johnson, of course. I'm so glad Mason got David Johnson. Yeah, I figured I'd <laughs> let him have him. I had to do it. I had to do it. You're uh, back on the board, dude. I am back on the board. And I'm I'm going to go with 2015 Antonio Brown. That's my second pick. We'll finish All the right. season with 388 points in PPR. 20, yeah, wait, 2015 Antonio Brown? Yes. Yeah, he had 136 receptions. Absurd. 1,834 yards and 10 touchdowns. <laughs> is that his better year or is 2014 better? No, it's 2015. All right, well, fuck me then. Apparently all my notes are fucked up. 2015 was the, was the fucking year. I hear that I had him on my actual fantasy team. And if I had one other good person, I could have won. <laughs> 1,800 yards, dude. It's crazy. Like, how did I lose with AB on my team? Like, what the fuck? All right, I'm going to go... Uh, to play I'm going to go running back heavy here. I'm gonna, some good names on here. Blast from the past, I gotta say. I'm gonna pick. Oh, this guy still gives me nightmares. It's Jamal Charles. Oh yeah, 2013 Jamal Charles. <laughs> I knew it, bro. In the playoffs against me in 2013, he dropped. What was it? 51 points. Uh, I think it was 51. Yeah, five total touchdowns. Fucking joke, that. bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh shit! I put I put Jamal Charles on your team. Give me uh, oh, hold on, Todd Gurley, Jamal Charles. Okay. I should also say that uh, for the people at home, I'm handicapping myself a bit. I haven't. I started in 2013, so I figured it'd be fair to pick only players from that point on. Uh, because you know, that's the decade, you know, right? 2013 to 2020. <laughs> You're one of those people who thinks the decades. 
<laughs> the old seven years. No, no, but I do think 5G is causing coronavirus. You, wait, you think what? <laughs> 5G? No, you said. I said I don't, but I do think 5G is causing corona. Oh, my Jeez. God. <laughs> so, Glenn, you got Charles, he said? I did. He had, uh, yeah, I have him here, too. 1,287 rushing yards, 12 rushing touchdowns, 70 receptions, 693 receiving yards, 7 receiving touchdowns. So that's 19 total touchdowns and over 2,000 yards. Yeah, I had him, uh, 2013, him playing 15 games, and I have him averaging 20.5 fantasy points per game, I believe in standard. So that's not even PPR. And I, I'll tell you what, that 51-point game probably has something to do with the bump in the average. <laughs> you think? So, there's a lot of good players. This might be a little different than, you know, your regular fantasy draft strategy. Just because the point totals on some of these guys and their impact is just so insane. But I got two picks. I'm going to go with the wide receiver. And 2019 was a good year. So let's get another one. 2019, Michael Thomas. 149 receptions. 1,725 yards and nine touchdowns for Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Breaking the single season reception record. Last year. All right, you got one more quick. Damn you. Right. He threw for 5,097 yards with 55 touchdowns. And don't forget, 272 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes. So it's like that, huh? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, um, this is a little blast from the past here. I'm going to go to- back to the top of the decade. And I'm going to pick a man. Yep. Who was gone too soon from the game of football. No, he didn't die. Uh, <laughs> but his career died, I guess, if you want to put it that way, when he retired. I'm going with 2011 Calvin Johnson. Oh, oh that's not what I thought you were going to do. You said top of the decade. So I'll take a 2010. But I guess you're one of those people who thinks the decade starts 2011 to 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's me. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah, Calvin Johnson, 96 receptions, 1,681 yards, and 16 touchdowns. Damn. Craziness, bro. That's an average of 100 yards and a touchdown a game. It's nuts. Uh, he All played, right. He played. yeah, 16 games, and I have him averaging 16.6 fantasy points, I believe, in standard. So, for my next two picks, I'm going wide receiver and running back. A game. Uh, so my first pick, I'm going with Lev Bell from 2014. Uh, who put up 370.5 uh, points for the whole season. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, hold on. He had, I got you. He had 1,361 yards and eight touchdowns. 
83 receptions for 854 yards and three more touchdowns on top of that. All right. Thank you, Susan. That was 2014 Le'Veon Bell, you said? 2014 Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Damn, 2014, I'm looking at this list. Arian Foster was the number six bag. Or the number six player. That's crazy. Yeah. Remember him? He was nasty for like six games, and then he would just die for the other ten. Anyway. Anyway. My second pick, or... I guess my, my fourth pick uh, is going to be 2015 Julio Jones. Damn, I was going to get him next. Um, who finished with 375.1 point. He also finished with 136 receptions. Oh, my God. Uh, 1,871 yards and touchdowns. That's crazy. That is a nutso season, bro. 1,800 yards blows my mind. Yeah, it's a joke. Oh, so it's back to me, huh? Yeah. No. Oh, it is? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry. The fuck? No. Actually, yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. All right, Susan. You said you wanted the best player at that position when you drafted Pat Mahomes. That, that's no, fine. Don't do it. That's fine. Don't do it. But I'm no, going to get the best that. player at this position back in 2011 when the man, Fuck. Robert Gronkowski, took off. Damn. Damn. He was going to be my next group since Mason took Julio. He's going to be my next guy. Yeah, I had to get him. Man, I, I knew you were going to take him. <laughs> yeah. 90 receptions, 1,300 yards, and 17 touchdowns. The joke, bro. And that was before I played, 2011. I missed that year. Yeah, that was the year him and uh, Jimmy Graham went off, really. Okay. Wow. Um, all right. So next, I think I got my next two picks here. My next pick is going to be a blast from the past. Now, this is really the top of the decade. And Mason mentioned him a little earlier. We're going back to 2010. Arian Foster. Damn you. 1,600 yards, 16 touchdowns, adding on another 66 receptions and 600 receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. Arian Foster. And I need to run and get my charger after this next pick, so I'll make it quick. I'm drafting 2018 Saquon Barkley, 1,300 yards, 11 touchdowns, 91 receptions, 721 receiving yards, and four receiving touchdowns. 2,000 total yards, 15 total touchdowns. He was a beast. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. Yep. Yep. I guess it's my turn, huh? It is, it is indeed your turn, sir. Let's see here. I need another wide receiver. Hello? Hello. Hello. 
All right, so this player... Oh, it was silence when I came back. Yeah, this is tough. This player, I have him twice on my list here for two different years, but obviously I can only pick one. One year, if you go by his average, he was nasty. Uh, averaging, he's, the, he's actually the highest oh, wide receiver. Okay. He's actually the highest wide receiver on my list by average on fantasy points, but he only played 12 games. Uh, a year A year later... He played 15 games, and he was pretty well as a stud as well. Um, oh, man. Who could it be? I just don't know what year I want to pick here. Who could it be now? I'm going to go with the average points. For when he played, he was filthy. I'm going with 2014. Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, hey. Yeah, Odell, I have 2015 for him. Is that the other year you're looking at? Yeah, 2015, he played 15 games. Average 14.9, I think it's standard. That was the year he's on my championship team. But 2014, uh, I believe his rookie year, uh, he was fucking insane. Like, as far as uh, points. Yeah, he didn't play until, like, mid-season. Yeah. So, I'm taking, I'm taking rookie Odell. Uh, yes, you are. Uh, all right, yeah. So, um, first, I'm going to go with a tight end. Because uh, we're doing, like, normal. We only have one tight end slot, right? Yeah, so unless you want to be a cock block and put someone on your bench. No, no, no. Um, so or a flex. I'm, no. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, 2018 Travis Kelsey. Um, who finished nice. with 294. Uh, points uh, PPR he also finished with um, 102 receptions 1,336 yards and 10 touchdowns which for a tight end is incredible pretty godly yeah and then for my second pick I am going to go flex here and I'm going to take 2018 again Saquon Barkley Sue's already took him. What? You took Saquon? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Who the fuck did you take Saquon? That was his I second. Fucking three points. But Pat, but Pat Mahomes had over 200 and two rushing touchdowns. 
Because so Manning had to take so many knees at the end of games because they were up by so much. <laughs> he took fucking 15 knees every week. Yeah, Manning had more passing yards and less interceptions, too. Those rushing yards, man. At the beginning of the second half, because they were up by 50. All right, it's tough. It's getting tough now. It's getting real tough. We're getting in the weeds. All right, I'm going to go... Uh, oh, this is tough, man. How do you pick between your two loves? Oh, I know exactly who they are. Uh, I, think. I know who one of them is. I know who one of them is. Oh, I know. Now I do. <laughs> How do you pick between your two loves? Oh, I got, I got to do it. I got to do it. He's, he's the man. He's the goat. He's the goat. At my flex, I'm taking 2012 Adrian Peterson. Yes. And was the other, was the other love Derrick Henry? No. Oh, I forgot about him. He's my third love. Rushing yards, 12 touchdowns, 40 receptions, 217 yards, and one touchdown to the air. Yep. 2,097 rushing yards. He was was like five or six yards away from the record. That's a shame. Man, he couldn't get it. No, it's not. He beats his kids. All right, (laughs) Susan. No one says anything. No, I, I just, I'm, I'm phasing it out right now. I'm not going to let you disrespect my man. Yeah, I was looking at my players, but I think Mason's up, right? Oh, no, it's back to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's back to yeah, you. It's back for you. Alright. So, Glenn. Yeah. Now, Glenn. That was a good pick. Yeah. Not going to lie. But, I'm going to get a guy who had similar total yardage. Ooh. The exact same amount of touchdowns. Oh. But a little bit more receptions. And this guy, you'll remember. Yeah. Because this man is 2014 DeMarco Murray. Mmm. Yeah, DeMarco Murray was good. But he wasn't... But he wasn't 2,000 yards good. So you're putting him on your bench, DeMarco Murray? We lost to a... Back. Oh, he's back. I'm back. My cat. So that, that, um, that, yeah, he's on my bench, which I kind of forgot about my starting lineup a bit. I was just focused on these great players. Um, I have a missing receiver slot, but because you guys have tight ends, I'm nervous. I'm nervous that someone's going to cock block me. And I don't want that to happen. Normally, I would say, oh, I'm good. They have their tight ends. They're fine. They're not going to drop another tight end. But I don't have a backup plan. So I have to take 2013 Jimmy Graham. Oh, that's a good pick. This man had 86 receptions. 86 receptions, 1,215 yards, and 16 touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Damn. 
I'm sorry, Mason, but he finished higher than Travis Kelsey. A little bit. Eat my butt a little bit. But nice. All right, Suze, I'm not going to let you have this wide receiving quarterback tandem. So I'm going to take the man, the myth, the legend. He is faster than ya. And that is 2018 Tyreek Hill. Wow. So he's on your bench, then? Yeah, he is. Um, I'm taking Tyreek Hill. I have in my notes here that he played 16 games. Uh, average 15.1 fantasy points. Like I said, I couldn't tell you if it's standard or PPR. Uh, but he was a beast. And I remember him being a beast yeah. because I had Pat Mahomes. And I actually traded Tyreek Hill midseason to get Saquon, who was also a beast, and is on to the team. He had 87 receptions, 1,479 yards, and 12 touchdowns. It's a good-ass year. It's a good-ass year. And I appreciate a special teams touchdown, too. At least one. Um, is that when he first started? When he first broke out? When he was getting, like, punt return touchdowns and rushing touchdowns and shit? No, it was... Is, that was the year after. This is the year after. Uh, I think... Well, I want to say it's his second or third year. I think it's his third year. It's his first year with Pat Mahomes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mason. Crazy. Yeah. All right. So... Susan might have thought that he had blocked me from getting my boy, Christian McCaffrey. But that is not correct. Because I am taking Christian McCaffrey from 2018. Okay. Mason. Mason. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, do you not listen to the rules here? No, I thought you said that you couldn't take the same person, like, on your own team. No. Once, when I asked you at the beginning, you said, I'll tell you the rules when we get to it. I, I did. My Dude. I literally, I literally explained it earlier. I said, you can't draft a player, like, you can't draft a different year from the, like, you yourself can't draft it. Like, say if Susan draft Christian McCaffrey, 2019. I said, I then said, I can't draft Christian McCaffrey from 2017. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was Christian McCaffrey because I knew you're gonna be. I knew you're gonna do it, Mason. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I'll take someone else from that year. Someone that should have been on my team, but I was a fucking asshole. Uh, Alvin Kamara. Ooh. Actually, that, might be oh. that was year before. Sorry. Regardless, Alvin Kamara from uh, from 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 twenty. No, you want you, you want twenty eighteen Kamara. Yeah, yeah, trust me, yeah, 2019, I had him. No, he's thinking 2017 when he traded him to Jake. Yeah, I want 2018. But 2018 came around was better. What'd you say? I actually didn't even stat this guy out. 2018, Kamara played 15 games. I'm going to have you average 18.2 fantasy points a game. Yeah, he's actually... I completely forgot about this guy. He would have... Uh, beat some of the guys out I had. Or he'd be next in line, at least. Yep. So, good pick. Good pick. I gotta write him in. Alright, and then, uh, I guess we're going to bench now, right? Or defense, or kicker. Um, I mean... I'd rather load up my bench, to be honest. 
So, uh, I'm going to take Yeah, I'm gonna take Zeke. Damn it! 2016. That was that was my yeah. that was my other love, by the way. Oh, with Zeke. Yeah. He's going on your bench. My bench is gonna be stacked. Yeah, Zeke had um almost 2,000 total yards. Almost. He had 1,630 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns. 32 receptions, 363 receiving yards, and one receiving touchdown. Pretty good. Beautiful. Pretty good. All right. Um, it's my pick, right? I'm going to uh, – so, Susie, you had mentioned cock blocking earlier. Yes. And I'm afraid that you might do that to me. <laughs> so, I'm, oh. I'm drafting uh, 2019 MVP, big trust, Lamar Jackson. Good pick. I was gonna oh, go. Why didn't I set him out either, dude? How many? How many did he finish with? Who was prepared, Susan? Huh? Huh? I'll stop. According to my cheat sheet, it says him and Mahomes average the same, but Mahomes played one more game, so Mahomes probably had more points total. Yeah, I gotta get his uh, receiving or uh, rushing stats. Yeah, the Ravens are going to be locked up all the one seed by that point. So, remember, RG3 played the last game? Yeah, he broke, Vic, he broke Vic's rushing record last year as a, from a quarterback. So, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he would be, um, he'd be the next best quarterback for sure. He wasn't on my list, though. So, good catch. Wow. I, I could have waited then. I'm sorry. All right, that's it. All right, so <clears throat> I have one wide receiver. Yeah, you do. Because I forgot about them and when I drafted DeMarco Murray. Yeah. And then I had to talk Jimmy Graham. Yeah. So, so this next pick is is uh, no doubt about it. He, I believe, was better than Tyreek Hill, and I'm surprised you missed him. And oddly enough. This wasn't the best. This wasn't going to be the, the year I thought he would do the best. This is 2015 on the New York Jets. Brandon Marshall, where he had 109 receiving yards, 1500. I'm sorry, 109 receptions, 1500 yards, and 14 touchdowns. Yeah, yours, yours is yours is probably PPR, and mine's standard because I, I have Marshall on my list, but he's a lot lower than Tyreek Hill in 18. Yeah. The, what the hell, Mason has a filter on his face. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, these stats are full PPR. So I knew there would be some weirdness with that, but I stand by Brandon Marshall, even though the one time I uh, really drafted him, he sucked eggs. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah. And then there's another running back I'm looking at, but I think I'll save, save him for later. I don't think you guys are going to pick him up. I'm going to go another wide receiver. And this is going to be... 2014, don't forget about him, guys, Demarius Thomas. 111 receptions, 1,600 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Yeah, see, I had him right before Brandon Marshall. Oh. Demarius Thomas from 2014, right? Yep. Yeah. 
All right, back to me here. What do we got here? What do we got? What do we say? All right, I'm going to go. I'm going through my running backs list here, and it's getting thin. There's only a couple guys left, and I'm going to take. I'm going to take one. Susan, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take your boy, Melvin Gordon, from 2018. Oh, my God. 2018? 2018? Last year? No, two years ago? Yeah. Well, oh, probably because he didn't finish the year. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, he played 12 games, averaged 18.8 points in 12 games. Okay. Mason. All right, friends. Here we go. I need a backup QB. So you know who I'm, I'm picking? Someone who I feel like I actually kind of forgot that he had this season. Um, mostly, I think, because of the way that it ended. Uh, I'm going with 2015 Super Cam, Cam Newton, who uh, finished the season with 389 points in PPR. He had 3,837 uh, passing yards. He had 636 rushing yards. Uh, I think he had 10 rushing TDs. And he had 35 passing TDs with only 10 picks. Yeah, he was a beast. Um, I actually have his rookie season better as a better year. 2011. I had, I had Cam Newton next uh, for 2015 as well. Can you check his rookie year numbers, 2011? I just want to make sure I'm not bugging. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. In, so, 2015 as far back as I can go for Cam. Yeah, because you, you ignore 2010, 2011, 2012. <laughs> um, hey, wait, yeah, when yeah. I think of 2010s, I don't think those years at all. Those those are all part of the no. 2000s. Well, the yeah, world actually, had 2012. He has so. 4,000 passing yards and 21 touchdowns. So he had more, um, a little bit more passing yards as a rookie, but a lot less touchdowns. But I think his and rushing then, numbers uh, were out, out of this world. Not out of this yeah, world, but they're pretty um, good. He had 700 rushing yards, which is just 100 more than uh, 2015 year. And he had 14 rushing touchdowns as opposed to 10 in 2015. But I think the passing touchdowns is what sent him over, uh, in total points-wise at least. Yeah. Just checking. Okay. I like I said, I, I have I have Cam Newton averaging twenty seven point six points in twenty eleven, and if it was twenty fifteen, I would have put him up there. I tried to put their best year. Um, so who knows? All right. All right. My next pick. I'm loading up at running back. I'm going with with Sean McCoy from twenty thirteen. Damn you, bro. Yeah, he's he's on my list for next round. Three hundred thirty. Uh, points in PPR. He had, uh, he had yeah, he had 1,607 yards, uh, nine rushing TDs. He had 52 uh, receptions, 539 yards, and two receiving TDs as well. Yep. So, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, almost, almost 2,000 total yards and 11 touchdowns. Good shit. All right. Very good. You know what it's about to be. I'm going to give you guys a little 
little reminder of the guy who put the team on his back all, all the way to the NFC, uh, AFC Championship last year. A little bit. Boom, 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 boom. I'm picking 2019, Derrick Henry. Well, boop, boop, boop. In 15 games, he averaged 18.4 fantasy points. Um, I have him right under Melvin Gordon from 2018, as far as average points. Yes, yeah, the weird thing with the average points thing, because I had a couple guys ahead of him, um, mostly because of the receptions. Because Derrick Henry only had 18 receptions. Um, but he had 1,500 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns. Monster. Beast. But it's my pick, right? Yep. But this next man, who I have above Derrick Henry, due to, due to, due to almost 60 more receptions, is 2013. Who could it be? Matt Forte. Yeah. Matt Forte, 2013. We're talking 1,300 rushing yards and nine touchdowns, 74 receptions, 600 yards, and three touchdowns through the air. Remember when he was nasty? Yes, 2013. And holy shit, I only have one bench spot left, and there's so many good guys remaining. I know. Um, I'm going to call it for running backs there. I'm going to do my defense and kicker, my last two picks. So who's worthy of my last bench spot? It's going to have to be a wide receiver. 2018, DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh. 115 receptions, 1,572 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Damn, you motherfucker. I was going to go with him, too. Damn, you motherfucker. That's what I'd like to hear. You son of a bitch. I'm curious how these uh, defense and kickers are going to go because I have some interesting picks. Okay. Uh, back to me, right? Yep. yep. All right, this is going to be my last bench spot. This is tough, man. I want to go with another quarterback, but I want to go with another. Uh, there's two wide receivers I have in mind here. Hmm. One guy had more total points. The other guy averaged more points. I'm stay. I'm gonna stick with the average. I'm gonna go with 2013, Kush Gordon. Oh my god! Oh, nice. Wow. And with who? Brian Hoyer or something as a quarterback? Yeah, it was bad. 2013. Um, who was your last bench? I'm sorry, Susan. DeAndre Hopkins, 2018. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have anything on, on Kush Gordon. I mean, I could look it up, I guess. Yeah, he. Uh, so he played 14 games. So, like I said, I'm, I was sorting it out by average. I don't know. I, I don't think this factors in PPR. But he's third on my list in wide receivers. In 14 games, he averaged 16.2 fantasy points. That's behind Odell and Calvin Johnson in 2011. 
push there. Can you yeah. guys tell me, do I have only one bench spot left? So, Mason, you got one bench spot, defense, and kicker. All right. So, my first pick, I'm going to go finish my bench. I'm going to go with 2014 Jordy Nelson. Ooh. Nice. Uh, he finished the season with 327.9 fantasy points in PPR. He had uh, 98 receptions for 1,519 yards, 13 TDs. Pretty good. Some good stuff right there. I think people forget how just how dominant he used to be as a wide receiver. Oh, no, he, he, was, he was great. And actually, you know who I had on this list? Which, I mean, I guess it was the year before I, I really started playing. But it's Wes Welker. He had a crazy year in 2011. Yeah, um, I have Brady, I have Brady from 2011, too. Did what? I said I have Brady from 2011, too. That year, 2011, there's like there's like five or six different quarterbacks who fucking went off. Yeah, Ooh. I have Rodgers, Breeze, and Brady all from 2011 on the list. Yeah, Cam Newton. You know what was nasty, too? is Matt Stafford. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't that like the last time the Lions made the playoffs? Mm, no. So had, well, the Cowboys was a wild card game. It's that's, the, that's playoff. the playoff. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> they made the playoffs that year against the Saints, and I think they got knocked out uh, in the first round. But I, I think it that was. was uh, no, I, I think 2014 was the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't back 2011 because I wasn't even really watching. Yeah. But 2011 was the, the Calvin Johnson that you drafted too, so that makes sense. Yeah. That Stafford went more. Um, so is this still Mason's turn? Yeah, he's got one more pick. Yeah, I got one more pick. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go defense. I think I'm just gonna go with the 2018 Bears. Yeah, um, they're really good. They're very good. I have um, I have the 2012 Bears. Actually, uh, averaging a little more points. I can't go to 2012 one. <laughs> it's against the rules. Against the rules. Okay. Oddly enough, I don't even have the Bears on my list. I only have three defenses on the list because I that's all we need. Who's on I'm your list? I'm kind of surprised. I wonder if this website's accurate that I'm looking at. Who's on your list? Because I'm going to pick a kicker. No, I'm not going to say. You'll know soon. Um, all right, I'm going to go with the kicker. I'm going with um, 2017, Greg the Leg. Wow. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I don't know how the fuck it spells his last name, and I don't have him on the list. 2017? Yeah, he's the highest kicker I have averaging points. He played 14 games, um, averaged 11.3 points a game. It's fucking stupid. Imagine getting 11 <laughs> points a game from your kicker. Yeah. It's, people struggle to get, like, one point. Um, yes. Now, when it came to... Kickers and defenses, this got really weird for me. Um, I just went from total points, fantasy points, 
for the defenses. And I, I guess essentially I did the same thing with the kickers. But more specifically with the kickers, I looked for field goals made, how many field goals they made that year. Yep. Which essentially correlates with the points, depending on the yardage. But I didn't go, I didn't start drilling down stats on five points for this field goal, three points for that field goal. I just went with total field goals made. And this one might not get me any votes because no one probably even remembers this guy. 2011. David Akers. David Akers. Yeah. <laughs> 44 field goals made. I think that's the record, or, or at least for the, the decade. That's who I found at the top of the list. Yeah. 44 field goals, David Akers, 2011. Yeah, I, I would have picked him. Uh, he played a full season, 16 games, averaged 10.4 points. Uh, Greg DeLag only played 14 games. I have Harrison Bucker, too. Oh, sorry. Mason hadn't picked a kicker yet. Uh, never mind, Mason. Just just kidding. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and for my defenses, which, well, Glenn doesn't have his yet, when I was going through the, the top defenses that I assumed would be the best, I found one that I didn't think was the best. Same. But apparently, the numbers don't lie, and especially I think it was, it was the defensive touchdowns that really sealed the deal with points, and that is a t- 2013 Chiefs defense. Yep. At 187 points, mostly because they had 11 touchdowns. That was a big difference maker when I compared the stats. Chiefs D, 2013. Um, okay, so you picked David Akers from 2011. Kansas City yeah, Chiefs. David Akers. Done. Kansas City Chiefs from 2013. And now my last pick in the draft, defense. There's a couple good picks here. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I have the 2019 Steelers actually being better than the 2019 Patriots. Um, really? I have them. Wait, av- I have them averaging more points. Last year? Yeah. When the past defense was, like, better than a quarterback? Yeah. No way. I don't know. Pittsburgh, they did have a lot of points, 156 points. New England had, where are they? 151, yeah. Steelers scored more points than New England's defense. Wow, that's crazy. And that's not the average, but total points, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not picking either of them. I'm going with the 2017 Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot yeah. They were better than both of them. Good pick. That's next on my list. All right. And I'm done. And my team's fucking stacked. In the draft, my kicker is going to be 2016 Justin Tucker. Uh, who finished with 161 total fantasy points, but also averaged 10.1. Pretty good pick. Justin Tucker. What year? Uh, 2016. When I was looking at most field goals made in a season, David Akers was top. Robbie Gould, 39 field goals, 2017 was next. And then, like, Justin Tucker had, like, five years of 38 field goals made. So, he had, like, 
he was next on the list like five straight times. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Justin Tucker. Um, and that's it. Yeah, I guess the only I thing I would add is I found the Patriots defense 2012 was my third best defense. Yeah, that I found. Me too. 2012 Patriots? What? Yeah, they averaged 10.1 points. They were better than the 2019 Patriots. I couldn't even tell you who the fuck was on the team in 2012. (laughs) Uh, Lance, uh, no, who's, uh, who's the fucking cornerback? No, I'm thinking of the wrong game. I'm thinking of 2011. Oh, no, I remember. 2012 was when they lost to the Ravens, I'm pretty sure, in the division round. Yeah, it was. Because 2011 was when they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, and 2013 is when they lost to the Broncos. And the only other people who would have knocked the Patriots out of the playoffs at that time would be the Ravens. So, so yeah. All right, um, I'm going to read off our teams. I got some honorable mention players that I want to list. A lot of tight ends, actually. Uh, just to, Really? Yeah. I just the top three tight ends and called it a day. Um, so, I'll start with quarterbacks, people on my list. Uh, that didn't get drafted. Um, Aaron Rodgers from 2011. Drew Brees from 2011. And Tom Brady from 2011. Uh, Same. Another one that is going to surprise you. Like I said, I'm going by average points. 2010, Michael Vick. He averaged, he yeah. averaged, he averaged 29.7 points. We only played 12 games. That's probably the problem. That's probably why I didn't get him. Um, for running backs, I think every running back got taken off my list that we talked about. So I don't have anybody. Yeah, I had a pretty long list because I was expecting more bench spots when I made the list. I wanted to make sure I had enough. I had next on my list goes Devonta Freeman, 2015. Yeah, I had him. Doug Martin, 2012. Maurice Jones Drew, 2011. He had almost 2,000 yards and 11 touchdowns. Then Marshawn Lynch, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon, Mark Ingram, Chris Johnson, 2010, Chris Johnson. Yep. Alfred Morris, 2012, even made the list, but he's he's down there. <laughs> wide 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 receivers that one I'm surprised didn't get picked, and I was deciding between Josh Gordon and this player at the end of the draft was 2018 Devonte Adams. Yeah, he's on my list too, right below Wes Welker, 2011. And then I got um. I got 2014 Des Bryant. Me too. 2015 Allen Robinson. Oh, I did one. not. I did not look at him. No. I saw him on my list, like on the list that I was looking at, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that he had that really, really good year." Yeah, that, was, so a, awesome. that was a fucking stupid year from him. He was nasty. Um, <laughs> and then I go to tight ends. Do you have any more wide receivers that you left out, Susan? Um. Yeah. Um. 2013, A.J. Green. 2016, Mike Evans. Um, and then, like I said, my list went pretty far. So I had Emmanuel Sanders, Reggie Wayne, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hillen, even Deshaun Jackson, Larry Fitzgerald at the bottom. But those were the way bottoms. Yeah. Um, tight ends I had, besides, what did we pick? We picked Gronk, Jimmy Graham, and 18, Kelsey. Uh, 2010, Antonio Gates was, uh, was pretty nasty. But he only played 10 games. Yeah, he actually averaged more points in 2013, Jimmy Graham. Damn. Um, I had 2015, Jordan Reed. 2013, Julius Thomas. Yeah, 
when I, I thought Julius Thomas would be another juggernaut, but I found his stats were underwhelming. But I didn't see how many games he played. Yeah, I have. But I thought he was nasty, consistent. Yeah, he, he had a very good first half of the season that year, and then he kind of tapered off toward the end. Yeah, it says he played 14 games in 2013. I have 2013 Vernon Davis. Uh, 2015 Tyler Eifert. Yeah. And then, uh, but he yeah, only he's played. One of those guys who's like, oh yeah, he's gonna be good. Dies every week. Yeah, and then 2018 George Kittle. Oh, of course. Um, the defenses I had, uh, like I said, Steelers, Patriots, 18, uh, 19, um, 2019 Steelers and Patriots. I had the 18 Bears, 17 Jaguars, 13 Chiefs, 12 Bears, and 12 Patriots. Kickers, David Akers, 2011. Greg DeLeg in 2017. Harrison Bucker actually was pretty good in 2017, but he only played 13 games. And then Steven Gostowski, like, every single year, he averaged, like, 9.9 points. Most consistent player on your dad's team. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And now I will read off what our teams look like. Let's do it. All right, so this is Suze's team, top to bottom here. He had the first pick, let remind you. And at starting quarterback is 2018 Pat Mahomes. His two running backs, RB1 is Christian McCaffrey from 2019. RB2 is Arian Foster from 2010. His wide receiver one is Michael Thomas, 2019. Wide receiver two, Brandon Marshall, 2015. Starting tight end is 2013 Jimmy Graham. At flex, he has 2018 Saquon Barkley. 2013 Kansas City Chiefs defense. And 2011 David Akers in the starting lineup. And on his bench, he's got 2014 DeMarco Murray. 2014 Demarius Thomas. 2013 Matt Forte. 2018 DeAndre Hopkins. And that rounds it out. Pretty trash. Yeah, right. (laughs) And then Mason, uh, when the decade started in 2013, drafted, he drafted his team, quarterback, 2013 Peyton Manning, RB1 is 2016 David Johnson, RB2 is 2014 Lev Bell, uh, wide receiver 1, 2015 Antonio Brown, and then wide receiver 2, also from 2015, Julio Jones, starting tight end is 2018 Travis Kelsey. Also from 2018 is Flex, Alvin Kamara. And from 2018, again, his defense is the Chicago Bears. Rounding out with Justin Tucker from 2016. On the bench, yeah, is 2016 Ezekiel Elliott. 2015 Cam Newton. 2013 LaShawn McCoy. And Jordy motherfucking Nelson from 2014. I wanted McCoy. Yeah, he's not there. He's on Mason's team. Julio, 2015 is when Antonio Brown was not, like was the best. But also from that year, Julio had the exact same receptions. More yards, but two less touchdowns. Yeah, and he's got both of them. He's got both of them. He's got both of these. Who's prepared now, Souza? Huh? <laughs> all right, all right. And then, yeah. my, and then my orgasmic team. Glenn's decade team. Quarterback, Big Trust, MVP, Lamar Jackson from 2019. I love that. Uh, RB1 is 2017, Todd Gurley, with an asterisk. Because I didn't really pick 2017, Todd Gurley. RB2 is 2013, Jamal Charles. 
Uh, wide receiver one is 2011 Calvin Johnson. Wide receiver two is rookie Odell from 2014. The best tight end to ever lace him up, Rob Gronkowski in 2011. The best running back to ever lace him up, Adrian Peterson in 2012. The Saxonville Jaguars defense of 2017. And Greg the Leg Zerloin in 2017. On the bench, we got Tyreek the Freak, 2018. Melvin Gordon, good for 12 games, 2018. Derek Henry, last year in 2019. And the one, the only, Cush Gordon in 2013. Cush. Now, I got to say, for the people who are going to look at the names on paper, Glenn, I think you're probably going to get the most votes when it comes to Gronk, AP, and Lamar Jackson. When someone sees Brandon Marshall, they're going to be like, oh, he's not as good as Calvin Johnson. But if you stat out the numbers, I promise you, my team is going to finish with more points. For all you listeners out there. Yeah, that's fine, but... For all you listeners out there, you're Fox yourself. If we're talking for a per-game average, then I think... Yeah, you could have one... Week one, 20 points, and you're out the rest of the season, you'd have a really good average, but you'll be fucked the whole year. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking, like, they're going to get these points every single week. That's what they average. Yeah. Depends how you look at it. That's the thing. It depends how our voters look at it. So it's up to them. It's in their hands. I don't know how you're going to put a poll on this. You have to take some pictures or something. And then when you're going to see Mason's team, people are going to be like, this kid think the decade started in Why didn't you pick Brandon Cooks? Most votes should win something. How about a, a virtual high five? Consider we can't do that. Hmm. How about some brownie points or something? All right. You catch them out of the date. All right. Sounds good. Brownie points. Great. Great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, we don't know if football is going to happen this year. It sucks if it doesn't. But uh, no, eventually. We'll try to we'll try to keep coming up with stuff to talk about, um, keep you guys, the listeners, entertained. You know, through this quarantine bullshit. It sucks. It sucks, man. If they take away football, then it's really gonna hit me. Then it's really gonna hit me. Yeah, is the NFL? I mean, I know they stopped like the NBA and stuff, but the NFL is the biggest sports franchise, right? Yeah. Because I don't. Th- I feel like the NFL is so big that they're like their own government. 
I don't think they'll ever. I don't think they'll have uh, it in them to stop the NFL from happening. Pretty sure that the NFL is allowing teams to report to their facilities in limited capacity on Tuesday. Yeah, so. I saw that the nineteenth, right? May nineteenth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll happen. It's gonna happen. Even if they have to wear masks under their helmet, it's gonna happen. They're already wearing clothes. There's definitely. I feel like there's definitely not gonna be fans at the games, but I think that the season's gonna happen. Like, I don't think, if anything, it might be delayed, like, a few weeks, but I still think it's going to it's gonna happen, so. All right. That's nope. good. Anything else you guys want to add before we, uh... Um, I say, let's, let's give a estimate, an estimated date of, like, when things will be back to normal. See how it pans out in the coming months. Whoever comes closest gets brownie points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... I'm going to say... You have to find back to normal, I guess, but... I'm going to say 9-11. I'm going to say... What? What? 9-11. Are you going to think the country's going to rise from the ashes? On a, on, like a phoenix on a day that was... Wait, wait, wait. What, what day does 9-11 fall on? It's got to be a uh, Monday. Uh, the country's going to... The 11th? No, fuck off. The, what, the, <laughs> what day of the week? I don't know. Hold on. I mean, look um, if it's on a weekend... I almost want to say, two, like, all the way till 2021, but I'm going to say things will be back to normal at Christmas of 2020. Hmm. Glenn, yeah. it'll be a Christmas miracle. 9-11's on a Friday. Ooh, that's tough. Give me, Why? give me, give me nine eleven weekend. So the, give, give me Christmas weekend. No. <laughs> give me nine eleven weekend. So you mean the next day? No, like <laughs> Christmas is on a Friday too, actually. Like that whole weekend, like Friday, and then like a little bit into Monday morning. If it's back oh, up by okay, Monday okay. morning, then uh, I got you. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, we'll give you that. That's close enough. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say middle of August. Like August 16th. Optimistic. Yeah. That's not like you. I do. Listen, I need, I have not been able to go to the gym for two months. And I know that makes me sound like an absolute hardo, but I am becoming a fat fuck. And I need to go to the gym to maintain the awful diet that I have. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> do you understand this? Yeah. To, I, I gave I up like seven years me. ago. What? I said I gave up like seven years ago. <laughs> you should be able to manage with just push-ups and crunches in your room or something. Yeah, right. I've been trying to jog on the path uh, near the water on Route 6. Um, like, lean into Fall River. Like, yeah, a few times a week. So, but. so, listeners, if you see Mason jogging near the water, just throw rocks at him. Don't do that. Yeah. But make sure you're six feet away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wear a mask, please. Yeah. I don't care if I have severe bruises, but I don't want corona, so. That's a good point. All right. Yeah, until next time. I don't know. We'll think of something. Hopefully next time we'll have a date when football's going to start. Hopefully we're all in the same room. Yeah, that too. No more cellar. I know. It's crazy. My kitchen works, though. Mm, Stellar kitchen. Stellar kitchen, man. <laughs> Or the bitchin' kitchen. Rebrand. What? Bitch's kitchen. Rebrand. Rebrand.
All right, um, that does it. So, guys, stay safe, wear a mask, and let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.